The most important thing in life will always be the people in this room, right here, right now. Salute me, familia. Right, welcome, everyone, to episode number 10 of Kicks at the Castle. It's a podcast by three sneakerheads dedicated to that Disney lifestyle. As Walt would say to all who listen to this happy podcast, welcome. My name is John. I'll be your host. And I'm joined by the rest of the Kicks at the Castle team. We got Matt. Yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? And we got Irv. Yo, what's good? What's good? All right. And this week, we've got a very special guest who has the flex of all Disney flexes to his credit. That would be a castle photo in front of all six Disney castles. Please welcome Matt Kaji of D Street Vintage. And he also runs the uh, Insta page, for, uh, feature page, uh, Mice Kicks. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure being on. I really appreciate you guys inviting me to the podcast and really excited to to talk Disney and sneakers. Like that's, that's all the things that we love. That's what brought us together. Right. Absolutely. Well, we got a great show planned this week. Uh, We're going to hit our fit of the week feature. We've got a listener suggestion for world versus land this week. Um, Then we're going to go on property with our recent trips and dip into the DMS. uh, And then we'll play a few games with uh, Matt before getting to know better. But uh, first let's jump into pickups. Irv, you got something special you want to lead us off this week? Oh, man, yeah. So I got, like, I got four pairs of shoes. Um, so I'm going to go through the first three pretty fast, and I'm going to get to the one I really like. All right, man, um, do, it. do it. So we got the Air Max Pre-Days, the V-Cruise. You know, I kind of, I like this shoe, the silhouette. It's real light, comfortable, so I'm getting the blue pair, and I like what it stood for, so I was with it. Nice. Nice. I got, oh yeah, so like, I guess it was like a week and a half ago, Nike started doing like the mystery drop on the app. Yeah. And um, I had been kind of wanting yeah. these and I missed out on them. So I got the lemonade. Oh, lemon Limeade. Oh. Yeah, MS1. I like that. And um, they got some good strings that came with them too. I like switching out my shoe strings, so they got like the white and green stripe for people that's listening straight green and then straight white so that's pretty cool can't go wrong with air max one super comfortable oh man it's my my favorite silhouette like my favorite shoe every time i get it there's a 50 50 chance man <laughs> oh for sure um that i got these in um a sneakers raffle like what? like the first one i wanted in like months you, know, um, you were the jordan yeah but you know what man these like I wear a size 11 and they 11 and a half. I had to wear like two pair of socks to wear them. They weren't that comfortable to be honest with Jordan six or so. I don't know. I'll probably just put them up and leave them up. All right, but here we go. So like when these shoes first came out, I wanted a pair, but I couldn't like, you know, just if I spend that much money on them. And then um they had came down to 360 and then Nike had like the mystery drops and it was like another 20% off. So I told my wife, I was like, you know, don't worry about buying me a Father's Day gift. I already know what I'm going to get. And so I, I copped these guys right here. Yeah. Auto doubt. Yeah. That's a big box, bro. Man, this thing huge. <laughs> don't try to figure out the best way to, you know, pull tab. Oh, yeah. Look at those. Got them separated. What's the colorway on those? Was that like a teal? That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Let's see a model lace. Yeah, push the button. All right, man. That's, that's good. <laughs> Are they heavy? No, it's super light. And then this is like 
um like a sock liner so it's, if i had one like complaint this is like pretty thin so i wear like thick socks so like my my toes won't really show but it's, it's really compared to like how big it is it's like it's probably like the biggest shoe i have like this heel is like pretty chunky it gives you an extra inch of height right so you can make it on all the attractions and everything. <laughs> yeah so you can get on the rides yeah <laughs> It's like the last thing I need. Every time I, I'm, I'm like, I'm only six two, but it seems like whenever I meet up with somebody, I'm like inches taller than them. They're like, oh, bro, I didn't realize you're so tall, but like my wife's tall and my kids tall, so when we're all together, we just look, I guess, like average height. Well, now you're um, six Let me see if I can pull this app. So they got the um, app to let it. Oh, that's cool. Let's see if I can get it to, to do right. So the app uh, tightens and untightens the uh, the sneakers. Yeah, it'll loosen, unloosen. Um, you you can. Also, like, have it connected to Siri, which I haven't done yet. And then you can set up, like, Siri shortcuts, like, Siri tighten my shoes, Siri lifting my shoes, whatever like that. They're connected now. But, um, yeah, and then you can do, like, the light. Damn. That's so yeah. cool. the future right there. Oh, I see him. Yeah, that's really cool, bro. <laughs> you're just going to be putting them on, lacing them and unlacing <laughs> them constantly. Hey, so, like... When I got them, I'm just sitting on the side of the bed with my phone, just loosening them, unloosening them. My wife's like, how long are you going to do that? I'm like, man, you might as well go get something to eat. I'm probably going to Until the for battery you. dies. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I wanted to show, it has like a cool charging pad, too, if I can get to it. They started making like Jordan models uh, with that technology, too. I think they came out with like, what, a Jordan 11 that had the yeah. adapt technology? They did an 11 yeah. at Christmas, Christmas time. What silhouette mm -hmm. would you love the most with the adapt technology? Just curious. Ooh, I don't even know, man. I would have to think about yeah. it. That's probably a better question for Matt than it is for Irv or myself, because Irv, Irv would tell you an Air Max 1. <laughs> and, and I'm going to tell you a Jordan 3. So there, there's no mystery with us. Matt, Matt's matt got a little wider variety of taste. A Jordan 3 would be amazing with adapt technology, I think, because it's such a comfortable shoe already. Yeah, I would say it would have to be like a bulky shoe Yeah, already. Maybe a Jordan 4, mm -hmm. honestly. Yeah. Jordan 4 would be good too. Yeah. Or even they could tuck it into like an Air Force One because it already has that kind of bulky sole. Yeah. Like right. An Air Force One already built in, like, and making it look discreet, that'd be amazing. Nike, if you're listening, <laughs> make it happen. Yeah. yeah. Make it happen. But in the fourth one, man. Yeah, that's it. And I got like, the charging pad. You sit the shoes on, let it charge. I don't know, man. I haven't really worn them out yet. I'll try to figure out where to wear them at, but they are pretty comfortable. I won't run the house, man. And um, I'm excited to have them. It's like, one of the things that I really love is technology too. So to kind of like mess around and as many times as I watch Back to the Future, bro, it's like, it's cool to kind of just have that in my hands and see like art come to life. All right, Matt, since you're the guest, you want to, you want to, you got any pickups this week to share with us or anything recent? You know, I, I'll tell you the truth. I've been a sneakerhead for a very, very long time. I don't buy too many sneakers nowadays, but I do have two pickups that I picked up recently. Um, and, and when I pick up sneakers, it's one of those things that like, if I know for sure I want them and for sure I'm not going to sell them down the road, it's going to be like a personal like sneaker for a long time. So I usually drop good money now on one single pair of shoes and not try to buy a whole bunch of shoes. I'm like, eh, oh, I, if I win it, I win it and just not spend money that way. Right. So I got two uh, SBs, uh, oh. purple box. First one is the Supreme Dunlows in the brown. Dang. Oh, those are nice. 
So love these, uh, have the, uh, the dunk highs, uh, when they originally came out in 2004 ish. And, uh, you know, when they came out the lows, I'm a huge fan of dunk lows. So I had to have the, uh, the dunk low version, especially in the Brown colorway, the, just the materials are super nice. The crocodile materials, uh, the stars, the lace lock, um, love everything about this sneaker. And the best part about it is uh, I'm not a new fan of a lot of the newer SBs because of the mold that they use. They use the original um, sole on okay. uh, on the, the new dunks, and then they don't have the heel cup uh, padding uh, that like new ones have with the stitching. So kind of an old mold uh, homage to the uh, throwbacks, which is nice. That's the first one. And then the second one is another SB. I was going to say, it must be something good if you led with the other one. I think I know which one these are. And it's the blue version. Ah. <laughs> I had to have both colorways. I ah. love the royal blue. Um, and once again, the quality on them. And I have the university uh, high ones still. So I had to have the, the royal blue uh, colorway. And uh, just a beautiful sneaker. Love the details um, on them. So it's got the uh, supreme insole. I apologize. There's a train that goes by. So if you guys That's hear right. the train. Um, but yeah. Both beautiful uh, sneakers that I'm going to probably keep in my collection forever and uh, rock the crap out of them. Well, the problem is now you're halfway to completing the pack. You're going you gonna to go chase the other two? You know, that's interesting. So I definitely want the black ones. Uh, and the black ones have come down in price a little bit. The lime green ones, I'm not a big fan of lime green or like kind of those wild like colors that are like super like in your face. So I'll probably pass on those ones, but definitely for sure. Green one's my favorite one nice <laughs> yeah see you you like the you like the loud colors i know you <laughs> uh, matt how about you anything Tennis this week small greens. Those, those are the two um yes yeah. so like i said earlier uh, i'm still waiting on a few things to, to come in the mail but uh one one pair that did come in are these bad boys oh uh, they're the undefeated uh dunk lows that came out last week i didn't think i was going to get these because like I went through the process. I did the captcha, everything, and it was processing for like 20 minutes. And then I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna go away on my computer and then come back. And then when I came back, it said I copped them. So I was just like, okay, dope, I got them. <laughs> Which capture um, did you have to do? Did you have to do the slide all the fruits to one side? No, it was uh, put the box around the cat. Oh my god! Oh Those things are like mini games now. The capture is yeah. like super difficult nowadays. <laughs> I, I am no yeah. good at that. Um, but that's as far as cups that I got this week. Um, like I said, I'm still waiting on three other things, so you guys don't have to wait till next episode. Don't want to spoil it. Oh, that's all How's right, the man. material on those? I haven't uh, seen those in person yet. Is the leather pretty buttery soft and kind of a, a textured on the uh, other? They are pretty good. Um, it kind of reminds me of the, I mean, the hold, hold them up like a little bit. Way kind of reminds me of like the, I guess like the Dunk SB tweeds. I mean, okay. the, the the quality is 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 pretty solid. I mean, yeah, it's definitely like the newer style. It's not like as premium, I would say. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's pretty solid for an undefeated yeah. and i love how they came up with the whole concept where it was like dunk versus af1 Air right because you one, have yeah. you have like the big friend uh fans of uh forces you got the big fan of of dunks and so it's kind of which side are you um and both of them both colorways are amazing so props undefeated for doing that very nice very nice well i had a big week first of all got some for fantasy feelings for the wife little uh, haunted mansion it's her favorite ride so that's awesome excited to get that in 
love supporting the small shops and uh, an embarrassment of raffle riches here. I got, uh, I've already unboxed, but uh, we got easy slides, Ooh. pure colorway. Got to be comfortable at home. These are going to, these are going to be a birthday present for my son. Oh, nice. He doesn't, he doesn't listen to the pod. <laughs> hey, just in time for, for summer though, right? Yep. Yep. And then uh, one of the ugliest shoes I've ever seen in my life. I got, uh, oh man, got a pair of the 450s. Those for your son too. Uh, these are going to pay for one of the next pickups I show. <laughs> I showed them to him. He wasn't, he's like, eh, you know, I don't, you know, that's right. It's, it's, it's rough when you get to turn stuff like that down. Right. <laughs> then I got, uh, I, I got some exclusive people. access from Yeezy on the, uh, 700 Safflower. Nice. Dang. Adidas said, all right, all W's go to John this month. All W's, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then I had a sneakers win. Sorry, I had a sneakers win. Jordan one box, and boom, my natural gray high has a friend. He's got a natural gray low. So once again, just in time for summer, right? These are keepers. These are these are these are for me. And then I've been talking about these for months, or a month or more, and got the Amamanye threes. The one everyone took L's on. Oh, I took an L too. That was another, that was another put a, a box around the biggest cat. Oh. Day. Yep. Yeah. I, I lost on their site twice. I lost on sneakers. But after that second drop, resale came down. Um, I will say that, so I've heard people say that you could go half size down on these. And I think that that's only if you have a narrow foot. Because I got, I ended up getting a, a 14, which is a men's 12 and a half, because I have a fat foot. You got a fat neck, boy. And uh, honestly, I can feel what they're talking about because there's not as much padding. It's a satin liner. I can feel a little heel slip, but my wide foot fills this whole thing up. Like, the shoe's not coming off, but I do know what people are talking about. So if you had a narrow foot, I could totally see the heel slip being a problem. Um, but again, I, I tried it on without lacing the top laces, without tying it. I just, I wanted to put... I've been thinking about it for two weeks since I ordered it. Like the first thing I did is throw on a clean sock and shove my foot in to see how it feels. And I was very happy with what I got because the 14 was $80 cheaper than the 13 and a half. Nice. <laughs> so I, you know, still spending a lot of money. You want it to fit, but you know, I wanted to save a little bit of a, if I could. So I'm That's really, I'm really happy with these. Um, they were supposed to be at my house. Um, Tuesday so my plan was to wear them to the parks yesterday because I wanted to rock these around Disneyland I was disappointed they didn't show they showed up while I was gone yesterday so did not get to wear them in the park and honestly I need to ask you uh, Disney World experts I don't know that I want to take them to Disney World because I'm a little concerned about the rain and I don't know if I want that shoe to get rained on um, it's going to rain it's going to rain oh I know it's going to rain going to rain um, satin I don't know man I don't know. Satin, sweat, water. I would mix well too. I would probably bring them just in case. Definitely bring some beaters for sure because of the rain. I mean, it wouldn't hurt to bring if you have room. Well, I'm gonna bring my. Yeah. I'm gonna bring my goofy ultra boosts. So like, if it's gonna be a downpour, I'll probably just uh, that'll be the most comfortable pair of shoes I have. I, I wonder. I'm gonna. I know I'm gonna bring the Mocha ones. That's that's for sure locked in. Um, I wanted to bring at least one pair of threes, maybe two. So I don't know. I was thinking about bringing uh, the Hall of Fame threes. Um, those are pretty clean. Although maybe maybe black cement's a better pick because it's hard those, those shoes are indestructible yeah hey threes those uh yeah black cement threes and jordan ones are my go-to rain boots pretty much uh <laughs> you know, I, 
those are pretty indestructible all leather you can't really get your socks too wet in both of those you know yeah so anyway so that's my pickups for the week because i know it's, it's like a like i said it's almost like a chris catalunya kind of week is another dunk I'm, I'm just gonna keep going on because he's he, he kills it um but uh although it's been it's been like a week and a half so that's more than that's more than a week's worth of stuff so anyway let's move into uh oh matt wanted to talk about a collaboration that was just announced the other day um Sean Watherspoon is teaming up with Adidas and Disney, um, and he posted a tease showing the insole of the shoe and basically saying he was going to give a free pair to or an early pair to the first person that guessed the character. What are you guys, what are you guys thinking? Did, uh, did you see the, did you guys see the post? Um, I can't say anything because I'm good friends with Sean. So I got to see them early. Oh, so, you know, wow. And yeah, I know uh, the character and everything. So I can't, I can't talk too much during this. All right. Uh, all I could right. do, I, I could do like <laughs> a quick, like, flyby of the sneaker okay oh <laughs> for the pictures may have but, to pause that <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that's about it uh, okay all right yeah. I, did, I didn't I'll, i didn't know you were that close i'll let you guys conversate about it but i'll, I'll chime in and try to you know no not problem, leak no too problem. much info and then honestly i thought it was jimmy cricket because obviously he's like the most like recyclable or like economical person or character but he said that no one got it yet so i guess it was there was four people I went, I went through the comments that got it. Um, one of the comments was right before he said that um, oh. you know, hasn't been guessed. It was like guessed like at the same exact time he must've posted it. But um, yeah, there's only like four, three or four people that total that guessed it. So there really? is somebody for sure that won on there. Uh, I can't say much more than that. Er, Herb, did you see and, it? Yeah, I did see it. Um, and I and originally I had thought Jimmy Cricket too. Um, then I thought like Max from the Goofy movie. And then I was like, man, if I really sit here, I'm just going to name like every character I can think of and just like, you know, hey, run them off and see if I hit a home run somewhere. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> that's think what that, I was doing too. Yeah, I, I think that it had a piece symbol on it. So that's why I was thinking Fillmore, um, the VW bus from Cars. That was, but uh, I didn't, I didn't respond to the post. That's so. a good guess though. I could see that. Yeah. You know, VW bus, especially with uh, how he did the, the 97 ones, right? Right, right, right. So anyway we'll keep an eye on it uh, you know I'm, I'm i'm excited to see it you know and the question is you know how, are we gonna be able to get one of course i've been pretty hot with confirmed apps so maybe uh <laughs> his adidas shoes have been a little bit easier to cop than you know his nike uh the the nike air maxes right um you know adidas made a you know quite a bit of them and when they go for resale, they're not too bad the, right. the adidas so, and the uh the i noticed that like that the on the a to zx pack you know, even though I didn't hit on some stuff, I noticed that they they weren't horrible for resale. Even yeah. even like the the Bape ones, they, they yeah. weren't bad for resale. Exactly. And then um, I'll let you guys know a little bit, like insider. Um, it, it is his own model. He designed his own model. Um, so it's a brand new uh, sneaker from top to bottom. Oh, new silhouette. Uh, com nice. Completely new silhouette. Oh, specifically that Sean uh, created. So it's really exciting to see his creativity come out with Adidas because they give him kind of free reign on what he wants to do. And because Adidas has licensing with Disney and with all these companies, he's able to take some of that licensing and put his own favorite characters on it. So um, it's, it's really cool to see for sure. That's amazing. Do, um, do we have any timeline? Do we, is there anything that we know when that we might see that? Nothing yet. Uh, first samples just came in. So like, okay. actually that's, that's, I think, the second sample because there, there's one sample that came in before 
colors were a little bit off. This one, the colors are a little bit better. Uh, they are attending, they are starting to get a little bit uh, closer now though. So um, it's going to come out sometime soon. Nice. Nice. That's very cool. We'll keep an eye out for that. Um, next up, we've got our fit of the week feature. Um, every week we pick a, a listener who's tagged us in a photo. Um, use the hashtag kicks of the castle or tag us for a possible feature. And this week we've got uh, Disney wonders 10 with a MK castle shot and uh, the union four um, off noir colorway, man. Those are, those are, that's a great shoe. Um, I will say the shorts are a little short for my taste, but you know, you do you, man. Yeah. That's a new thing, yeah. you know, wearing the shorts, you know, thigh level, right. Kind of yeah. airing out them thighs for a bit. Um, you know, eyes out, thighs out. Guys out thighs. You, you know? <laughs> thighs are, I, that's like my new thing. I love it. I'm like, hey, my wife's like, how short are your shorts? I'm like, short as I can wear, man. I'm with it. Yeah. <laughs> man, maybe. So what are you saying? I need to I need to go upgrade my, my shorts for next week's vacation, get something a little shorter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. You gotta let your knees be seen. I know, yeah, except for it's, I'm gonna go it's around Florida. You're gonna be in Florida, man. It's gonna be hot. I know I'm gonna have a three-inch <laughs> sunburn on my thighs, right? <laughs> <laughs> just a strip that's something that's something you got to work for a couple weeks in advance you gotta you gotta get that you know I, gotta, I don't need that tender white skin out there yeah, but union has been killing it with all their jordan fours uh they just came out with that the desert moss ones and the tope ones the tope yes. haze um i love those tope haze ones by the way the grayish purple aqua ones right. um i missed out on those. those those are a pair that i would probably uh buy for sure as a pickup but uh yeah union's been killing it I wonder how the resale is going to, I haven't, I honestly, I haven't looked, but I would think with four pairs, it's probably not out of the, out of the realm of possibility of picking them up. Uh, they're going up. Uh, you are? know, the original colorways went up because these ones colorways came out and then the uh, toupee haze one, the gray colored one, not the, um, not the more yellowed one is actually like up there now. It's anywhere from like 800 to a thousand. So oh, wow. it's, it's getting expensive. Ooh, yeah. Matt, you got a pair, right? Yeah, I got the same one that um off noir yeah nice. black pair that i still have not worn yet are you, still are, you gonna, <laughs> are you gonna cut the cut the stitching on it or are you gonna you know what it? i thought i was going to but then the more i look at them i was like no they're gonna stay down yeah they say when you have them stay down it's kind of like a low top it feels like yeah. you're kind of putting the convertible down right yeah <laughs> yeah because that, that that tongue on the fours is very high when it's up man it's oh yeah yeah so those are those are ankle ankle diggers <laughs> Right. Exactly. All right. So that's, uh, that's for the week again, uh, you know, use, uh, use the hashtag kicks at the castle for a feature, uh, tag us in your photos, uh, and also use that mice kicks, uh, hashtag as well. <laughs> Thank you. It's all love here. Oh, yeah, uh, sure. versus... It's all, it's all supporting the whole community. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey man, you featured me on your page a couple of times. <laughs> so, uh, land versus world, uh, each week we pick a landmark uh, or a different aspect of Walt Disney world and Disneyland resort. And we decide which park has it better. And, uh, this week we've got a listener suggestion from uh, Adrian OG's 96. And he wanted to know what we thought be what was better, Radiator Springs Racer or uh, Test Track? Who wants to, who wants to take that? Uh, Matt, since you're the guest, do you, do, you, do you have some strong opinions one way or the other? You know, I, I'm a huge land fan, right? So Disneyland is what I grew up on. I know all the history, the ins and outs of Disneyland. Only been to Walt Disney World a uh, handful of times. Uh, I'm gonna obviously say Radiator Springs Racers. Um, you know, the original Imagineer, Steve Goddard, the, he was a product uh, ride engineer um, for Radiator Springs Racers. He even mentioned that, you know, obviously using the platform from GM Test Track, 
over for Raider Springs Racers and then improving on it, right? Putting a better electric engine, putting a better ride system, putting, uh, you know, a different type of, I think they call it, um, what was it? Uh, a wayside computer. So they can have more cars on the track. It was like 30 something cars on the track. So they don't crash into each other. Um, like having all that technology and then having the animatronics and just the land itself. Uh, I think that uh, Radiator Springs Racers hands down uh, wins my vote. How about you, Matt? How do you, how do you feel? I'm going to have to agree with Matt too. I mean, it's, it has a better storyline and you're, you're racing someone. Honestly, when I first went on it, I was just like, I, I had no idea that you race someone. And then, um, yeah, as soon, as soon as I got on, I was like, whoa, we're going to race somebody. And I was like, holy crap. They're like, this is freaking awesome. Um, but OG Touch Track, I mean, I would still say Radiator Springs is, is still better than OG Touch Track, but OG Touch Track is definitely better than the Touch Track that we have now. How about you, Irv? Um, yeah, man. Um, Touch Track is pretty weak, honestly. <laughs> 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 My kids don't even act throughout Touch Track. It really, I mean, it just goes fast. It's not really much to it. Radiator Springs, like, they're just a storyline, interactive, like, you know, the kids love that, but, like, Touch Track, I don't even think, I can't even remember the last time I've ridden it anybody in my family asked to ride it it's like we don't even go to that side of epcot for that at all so nice radiator well, springs wins well we did that live with eric on monday and i put radiator springs racers in my top three rides so that's that's where i like i mean you can tell that the heritage you know that it's a v2 of test track you can tell that it's evolved but again i think that with what they put together for that ride that's one of the very best rides disney's done I mean, granted, I haven't been to all the parks, but the fact that you've got all the scenic stuff, you go inside, you've got a little story and characters, and you come out and you got the thrill ride aspect of it. I mean, they just, they put it all together. I, I mean, and again, I think that Cars Land, again, I'm, I'm partial. I'm not going to say it's better than Pandora, but Cars Land is extremely well done. It's a, it's a super cool land, and that's a great piece to that land. So, I, you know, I think that this was kind of a, kind of a loaded test. And I know, I know maybe Adrian's a, a Disneyland guy, but <laughs> so he tilted away. I mean, you guys got a lot of stuff on us out there, so uh, I, I, I'm glad that we have this one. But uh, anyway, I appreciate the uh, I appreciate I the suggestion. Take, take the conversation sideways, but just curious if they were to change GM test track into like Cars 2, where it was like an international speedway, um, do you think that would work in Epcot? And would you like that where they put more animatronics inside the show building and then they had it like your? racing in you know outside in tokyo or something like that yeah I, yeah that's what they need you know they need some different kind of theme and like nobody I, it, yeah it, i think just that look even if it's the same exact track i feel like it's the, just the look would make it like 10 times better. yeah because what is it it's just like brake tests handling test right i mean it's it's yeah. just yeah. it's there's nothing going on other than like neon silhouettes around you that's it. Yeah. yeah. It, and if they themed it like Cars to the movie where it was like international racing, like it fits Epcot. I think it would be a great concept. Yeah. Disney, if, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> cut, the, cut the check. Disney cut the check. I'd, I'd have to see Cars 2 before I could weigh in on that because I don't think I've seen it. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a big at seeing the first movie and never seeing the second ones. Let's uh, let's get into trips on property. Matt, um, I know that I know I saw you were our fit of the week a couple of weeks ago with your trip to Avengers Campus. Have you uh, have you been on camp? Have you been on property since then? Or uh, so we that was our one and only time uh, visit to Avengers Campus. And uh, we loved it. I mean, it was a struggle because we went on opening weekend. We went uh, on that Saturday. We didn't get the 7 a.m. boarding pass for Web Slingers, and we managed to get the 12 uh, p.m. drop. And, 
you know, that land is super immersive. I feel like you do have to go there during the day though, to really experience like all the character visit, uh, like visits, character interactions, the shows. Uh, we didn't get into Avengers Campus until like seven o'clock at night. So from seven to nine, we only had about two hours there and we didn't get to see too many characters. And I, I feel like the characters make up that, that, uh, that land. Um, but overall, the food, super fun. Um, and also the Web Slingers attraction was next level, like Toy, uh, Toy Story Midway Mania. Uh, technology blew me uh, out of the water for sure. So have, how often do you go to the parks? Are you, I mean, you, are you, you're, lo you're local to Southern California? No, you're, are you Northern California or something? So I'm in Northern California right now. We used to live down in, uh, in Anaheim for six years, literally five minutes away. So we were there three to four times a week. Uh, we were there pretty much after work um pretty much yeah three to four times a week and so we uh used to have ap's we still were ap holders living up here because we'd go down there like every other month uh i'm just hoping disney if you're listening once again bring back the ap's uh the tickets are just getting so expensive we've been three times since uh they've reopened and uh it's already getting pretty pricey. Let's see. And you had the, uh, you wore the, uh, the uh, off-white dunks when you were there, right? Yep. Yep. So we're the, uh, the Michigan uh, off-white dunks and they're just super comfortable. Great, like great leather on them. Super soft leather. It's just wearable and easy uh, all day to wear if you're on your feet and uh, they stand out. They pop a lot because, you know, the neon colored intertwined laces and everything. So definitely a neck breaker when you're at the parks. What was your favorite food item? Did you, uh, did you hit the test kitchen or the tasting lab? Yeah, so we had the uh, PIMS uh, test kitchen and also the tasting lab, and we ordered the uh, hundred dollar sandwich. The, the, the I saw the picture. I saw the picture panini. of your wife with that thing. <laughs> yeah, the tray is super heavy. Um, the, the panini itself, it's like for definitely for meat lovers. It's got so many layers of ham and salami and all that. Um, wasn't too big of a fan of the hundred dollar uh, sandwich. The the tater tots it came with though, garlic tater tots, fire. That was probably the best thing about that tray. Uh, our favorite food item though, was the not so little chicken sandwich. It kind of tasted like a Japanese katsu breaded chicken, um, uh, with a great slaw on it, a side of the tater tots. And I, I think that was the best thing there for sure to eat. Nice. And the tasting lab, what'd you get? Tasting lab. We tried everything except for the beer flight. Cause we were kind of sharing it with, uh, amongst our, our friends and family. Um, uh, everything was very sweet. That was one thing I noticed is the, I'm not too big of a fan of sweet drinks, um, so there was a lot of things with honey or like some sort of fruit flavor. So I wasn't too big of a fan of it. I would probably just get a beer and enjoy that much more than all the different drinks. Um, but that was just, uh, just my thoughts, uh, for sure. It was just a little too sweet. Nice. Nice. Excellent. So, uh, Irv, you're, you're, you're out, you're out of the keys back at, back on, uh, back on property. What'd you guys do this week? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we made, um, out. Um, we made it back to see um, the Lion King, which is one of my favorite shows. And uh, we had made we hadn't made it back to see Turn. And um, one of my she sings there, so we got a chance to see her perform. And uh, that was cool. We actually that's pretty much all we did, man. We watched two shows of that. Um, I got some vegetable masala in Africa somewhere. I don't even remember what what place I went to, but it was pretty good, man. It was pretty cheap, about eight dollars. And then um, they got one toy piece. We went to one of the stores. Everybody got one toy. I think Levi got um, a Luca toy. We watched Luca once. 
I watched Luca once. He used to watch Luca like 10 times. Yeah, he done fell in love with the movie. Scarlett got some kind of Lion King toy. Carter got remote show card, man. That was pretty much it. And then the other day, everybody's Magic Kingdom because I wanted to ride Pirate. So that's pretty much all we did. <laughs> we got up, went to Magic Kingdom, man. Hey, it's like, that's my favorite ride. Mr. Daniel, that was it. Nice, nice. Matt, how about you? You make it on property this week? Um, so last week, as I said, um, I didn't go to Avengers Campus, but I made it to the Justice League headquarters. Uh, I made it to uh, Six Flags in Atlanta, Georgia. And wow, let me just tell you how grateful I am for being a Disney fanatic and <laughs> the Disney service. Like, it is literally like night and day. Like, when we first got there, the first ride we went on was Goliath. And like, they were like hurrying people to get off the coaster. Like the, the guy that was handling like the, the mic or whatever, he was like, all right, push down, push up. Come on, let's hurry up, man. Let's go, let's go. And I was like, wow, that would never fly in, in Disney. And we ate at Johnny Rockets. And the girl that, that was helping us out or taking our order, like right before I said my order, like the lady next to me um, was still waiting on her. She was probably waiting for like five minutes. And then the girl decided to help her out. Um, and then... She turned around and she was waiting for other food. And then she didn't, she still didn't turn around to help me. And then um, my friend came up to see what was going on. Cause I was probably at the cash register for like, for like five minutes. And then um, she turns around. She's like, she's like, Oh, what are you guys waiting on? And I was like, I didn't order yet. And then she looks at my friend. She's like, what'd you order? And he's like, I didn't order yet. And she's like, who ordered first? And I was like, we didn't order yet. And I was like, Oh my God. And then she finally took our order, which is like a 10 minute process. And I was just like, man, this would never fly in Disney. Um, but one thing I'll say is that they do have like their employees are allowed to wear like whatever shoes that they want. And they were wearing some heat. Um, I saw like a lot of sixes, a lot of um, 350 of bread, uh, easy 350s and a lot of foam posits. So I will say that um, as far as, it was like a footlocker in there, which was actually kind of cool. But when I came back, um, I wasn't able to get some, some park time. Me and my girlfriend went to uh, Animal Kingdom and uh, Epcot. As far as Animal Kingdom, we literally just went there so that we can park up to Epcot. And uh, like we literally just scanned our, our, um, our passes and then just, just went straight to Epcot. And then Epcot, uh, we went on Frozen. Uh, we got um, some food. We got the, it was like a potato pancake or potato cake from China. And she got like a wine, I forgot what it was. And then that was it. Were you beaters or did you put some heat on? I put some beaters on. It was raining. <laughs> but at uh, Six Flags, I, I put on uh, the court curves. I wonder, I wonder when Disney is going to kind of ease up on letting them wear sneakers, like whatever sneakers they want. Because they're starting to ease up on like people with tattoos your yeah. hair color, your hairstyle. So they are kind of um, getting into that more of uh, being able to accept anything and everything, but it's like, like sneakers. Like I think people can, uh, you know, wear sneakers and be proud of. Yeah. Yeah. Wearing. I was looking at most of the cast members that I noticed yesterday were wearing triple blacks, whatever it was, it was just a, oh, it was like a triple black shoes. Oh, yeah. Maybe yep. they just don't want them to stand out like that, but yeah. I, but you know, the other thing is Disney's big to the theming, right? I mean, they're super oh, yeah. into their theming. So I, I think they would want it to tie into whatever costume they'd be wearing. But can you wear all three fifties, uh, triple black three fifties? You know, I mean, so well, I, I would, I bet you could. I mean, it's, it seems like it's just, 
that's they want dark or, or neutral. All right. So as I mentioned, I uh, I made it back yesterday. Um, my second trip to Avengers Campus. Um, I had actually had park hopper I started at Disneyland, so I couldn't try for the uh, 7 a.m. Um, I'm going to tell you that what a difference three weeks make. Um, because I was there opening weekend as well. I was there the day after you. Again, there's no way to get in the into the land. You walk in there, you walk right into the land. Um, and, and Matt, like you, I, I didn't get in until about seven o'clock. Um, so I was able to roll in. I got a I got a boarding group at the 12 o'clock. So I was I was there like at two for uh for my turn on web slingers. Um but I will say that um as important as it was to do the mobile ordering and all that stuff three weeks ago, not necessary. Um, you know, you could walk up, order anything. Um, and honestly, the weights weren't crazy. I mean, it, it, it felt like it was a much better, it went a lot smoother in Avengers campus. Um, I got in line at the test kitchen. There was maybe seven people in front of me at the same time. I, I checked my, my app and I was able to get a mobile order window 15 minutes away. Um, so I ended up doing that and then going find a seat. So that way I could get to actually have a seat. Cause, um, I'm going to say that the, I think that that's one of the weak things about the PIM area. Mm-hmm. The tables are so limited yep. and it's, it's super cool to sit in there. Like we were sitting at the test kitchen and we saw two shows. We saw the black widows um, fight sequence with the uh, black Panther. We saw the uh, Wakanda warriors march down the center. So you felt like you're in the land. Whereas a little bit later I got a shawarma and pro tip the, the shawarma stand in the middle of Avengers campus. There was about 15 people there. I went to the one over by guardians and there was zero people there. So I got my shawarma on that side. Um, hence the shirt I'm wearing, by the way, got that at the kiosk. Um, but you, you are not in the land. They, they like the theming just runs out. Yep. You're, yep. you're literally, it feels like you're sitting in a parking lot. I mean, yeah. it, you, there, there is no theming on that side of the, the property. And again, there's no, there's nothing to look at. There's, you know, whereas when I was eating the um, I got the quantum pretzel, I got that Choco bar and uh, I heard that Choco bar is really good. The too. Choco bar. It looks really good. Yeah, it is. I love fan- and- it's fantastic. You have to, that is, that is a must. Um, it's got like seven layers in it. Um, it's almost like two candy bars in one. It's, it is super good. We got my, and again, I went, I went plain beer this time. Cause I got a regular last time. I got two Coors Lights, a quantum pretzel and a Choco bar. And Honestly, the pretzel is awesome. Like, like it's it's better than the Mickey pretzel because the Mickey pretzels are so thin. Like I this one, it had like the it, it was the really cheese. soft inside. Did you try the beer cheese with it though? Did you? I like didn't that? like the beer cheese. Yeah, me um, neither. It's like it, watery. It's kind of it's weird. a it's a it's a sauce. It is not cheese. But, yeah. And that was my wife's comment: is like it'd be nice if they would offer you the nacho cheese. And she's like, well, maybe we need to get cheese from the pretzel stand and go into Avengers Campus and get the <laughs> get the pretzel. The beer cheese takes, tastes like watery mashed potatoes. That was yeah. kind of mm. what I was getting. It was really weird. It uh, was definitely not like cheese. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a kind of guy. I like mustard with my pretzel, so I didn't have any problems. Dang. I just I just did mustard with my pretzel. Um, or try, the shawarma. Did you try the shawarma? Because I thought it was really good. It was very spicy. Oh, we missed out. So th- that opening week out of the, the actual food items. So by the time we got to in there, they were sold out of shawarmas. I, I got the... I. I almost got the impossible one so that I could connect with Irv on a certain level, but uh, I went with I went with the chicken. <laughs> I went with the chicken, and like I said, it was it was so spicy. My wife wouldn't try it. I will say that the tzatziki sauce actually cools it off, and it is actually the best. I think part of the best part of that they are pre-made, and I wonder 
if they would be fresher at the other stand since there's more turnover. Because honestly, the edges of the PETA on mine were rock hard. So it made me wonder how long mine had been sitting in the cart. So I kind of peeled the perimeter of the PETA off and ate, ate it. It was it was good. Um, I liked it, but you know maybe it's fresher at the other one, but I didn't have to wait 20 minutes to get it. So I guess it was all good. I heard good things about the breakfast one, actually. A lot of people liking the breakfast shawarma. Yeah, I... You know what? I'm trying to think. I don't even know when the, I don't know when the next time I'll be there in the morning is because I have my next Disneyland tickets aren't even park park hoppers. It's Disneyland only. So that's, that's the problem with, like I said, not having the APs a we're paying a ton of money and B we've got to be really selective where we start. But uh, yeah, I would, I would definitely try the breakfast shawarma for sure. What else? Oh, so I ended up going, uh, I ended up going UNC threes. Um, like I said, I wanted to wear the Alma Meniere. So I, I went, went ahead with the UNC threes. I saw some cool shoes while I was there. Um, some, some guys, I saw both of the Michigan dunks, the Spartans and the, uh, the other Michigan. Um, I saw hyper Royals. I uh, did see a guy wearing chunky donkeys in line for Buzz Lightyear. Um, that was kind of cool to see. We were going opposite directions. I was going to actually try to get a photo with him, but we were, he, we were in line going different, different ways. Um, did you bring your stickers? I forgot my stickers. I'm just like, er, like he, he, he reminded I know, me. I keep forgetting before. too. <laughs> I freaking literally forgot. Um, like yesterday, um, or yeah, when I went to the parks, like we got in the car and my girlfriend's like, did you bring your stickers? And then we live on the fourth floor. So I was just like, no, I didn't, but I'm not getting it. It's too far. <laughs> I remembered when I got out of the car and was putting my shoes on because I, I drive up in slides because it's like a 90 minute drive. So I'm driving slides and I was putting the shoes on. I'm like, oh. Man. So I will say that I felt like the park was empty yesterday. The longest wait of the day was Peter Pan. And that was roughly a half an hour. I did every ride I wanted to do. And we actually stuck around later than we thought. Um, partly because I was being a baby and I didn't score good on buzz the first time I had a horrible gun. So I wanted to go back and uh, I did get galactic hero on my third try. So I was like, you know, you had to do that. Pirates was super long earlier in the day and we elected not to do it. And as it got towards seven, the, the, the line was like 10 minutes. It, like you were like under the bridge before you even had to get in line. You know, you were, you were right there. Haunted Mansion was posted as a 13 minute wait. So it was basically a walk on, you know, the end of the day, there was, there was just nobody there there and uh we decided we'd go there was no wait at mr toads we go hit mr toads and we're like all right let's go home it was like a quarter to nine and we did not plan on being there that late and they made an announcement and said hey we're gonna do a rehearsal for the fireworks in 30 minutes and we're like all right i guess we're gonna find we guess we're gonna find a place to sit so uh we went over by jolly holiday and uh i grabbed i grabbed a chair and my wife went over to starbucks and got us a couple drinks and we sat there and got to see the first fireworks over disneyland in what 15 months amazing um Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. They did. They did a full performance of Mixed Magic, which is yeah. uh, the project. They do the projections on the castle, Small World, and down Main Street, along with the fireworks show. Basically, a dance party. Um, it's. I. You know, I'm not. A, I'm not a huge fireworks guy, but man, it, it was very cool to be there. It's super unexpected, and uh, you know, just that was. It was an awesome opportunity to, to actually stumble into it. You know, it was. It was that added magic, right? Um, I think that's the coolest part. That you know, you you went there, you didn't expect it. And I'm sure it was probably emotional for a lot of people too. Like, even though the song itself isn't like an emotional song, mixed magic, um, but seeing fireworks after 15 months of not seeing fireworks is a pretty cool, amazing thing, you know? Yeah. It, yeah, it was. And I mean, and you know what's else is cool is like sitting there and, you know, I, I do a lot of people watching when I go and to see people dancing in the street. And, you know, it was, you know, it, it was a lot of fun. It wasn't, you know, it, it's, there's a lot of participation, not just a lot of watching. So. For sure. It was a super awesome. cool end of the day. 
Um, we learned our lesson. We, we parked at the Toy Story lot because um, if you park in the structure, you have to walk the tram route. Mm. Um, and honestly, I, I don't even know if it took 20 minutes to get a bus and get back over to Toy Story. Um, and I know it's at least a 20 minute walk because it's over a mile to the, to the parking structure. So yeah. um, I would, I would say do Toy Story because I think, I think it was, I think it worked good getting there and, and going, going home. So sounded anyway. like the perfect day, man. It was, you know what? It was, you know, nothing like a little midweek, you know, uh, you know, I, well, I had to prep, you know, I had to make sure that I'm in shape for my vacation next week. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure that my park hopping skills were, were, were in <laughs> intact, um, you know, gets, you know, and actually it, it got me, I, there's a few things I was focusing on. I'm like, all right, when I go to Disney world, I need to look at this, like, like Peter Pan, you know, cause I don't ride all those rides all the time. And I, you know, I want to be able to compare them a little bit better. So, you know, I wanted to get on Space Mountain and feel, because, you know, Matt was kind of talking about how California is more spinny versus, you know, the, the drops and stuff. And so I wanted to have a, a closer frame of reference oh, yeah, for the definitely. trip. The comparison is tough, though. When you're you going to Disneyland all the time and you're born and raised at land and you go to Walt Disney World, uh, I try not to compare it because it makes some of the rides at Walt Disney World not as great. Yeah. Um, and so I try to think of it as a complete separate park and sometimes I have a better, better time there, but, uh, I, I we got to get you to galactic hero. It's a level five, man. You know, the secrets, right. For, for Buzz Lightyear. Well, for, for, um, I haven't done it at Disney world. Um, oh, so for Disneyland though, uh, the first Zerg in the first room, last Zerg in the last room in there, his chest plate, there's like a little black line. Mm -hmm. There's a little hole right in the middle of his chest plate. Yeah. and it's below the the z logo that's 50k i know you that a few times you're there i know well that was the problem like the so the second time i went i had um i had like 400,000 after the first zerg yeah. and then i fell apart i ended up with like 650 total so like i was really my then my wife's like i cannot believe you're pouting and so <laughs> so when i went so when i went back the third time i got i ended up with 1.3 because okay. so I, I won't i won't do the i won't email the picture unless it's a, unless I max out. So I was, I was actually number eight on the scoreboard. So I was, I was, and that was at the end of the day. So I, I might've finished the day on the top 10. Although I will say that I saw one chick or I don't know if it was a chick. I don't know if I think it was Annie, but I don't know that it was just initials, but she was on there like five times. So there, there was definitely a pro in, in the house on uh, uh, yesterday. Anyway. All right. So that's a, that's a lot of on property. Um, let's, let's jump into the DMS. I might cut this short, Matt. Maybe we might save one of these for later. Cause, uh, I know we got a we got a lot of talking. Uh, we, Matt's got some stuff that he needs to tell us about. So uh, let's just uh, let's just hit one. We got my my man Griffin Griffin Pyle sent in a DM. Um, actually, you know, before we do that, I want to thank Erica for uh, having us on her live on uh, Monday. That was fun getting to talk to her. Um, I think that Matt is going has got her set up to be on the podcast at a future date. Um, so, but again, that was really fun to get to chat with her on Monday and, uh, and thank you very much for having us. It was, it was a good time. So um, Griffin wanted to know what our favorite non-Jordan Nike silhouette and our favorite non-Yeezy Adidas silhouette is. Um, God, Irv, this is just teed up for you because I know what your favorite non-Jordan is, but I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you lead <laughs> off because I, I never hear you talk about Adidas. So, uh, so let's go other than the Air Max. Maybe, maybe that should be, what's oh, your man. maybe, maybe that should be what's your favorite non Air Max Nike silhouette. <laughs> yeah. It's too easy for Herb. Yeah. <laughs> we got to switch up the question for Herb. Man, I, I really, 
I don't I don't know, man. I guess I guess the Jordan three. I like the Jordan three model if I but I can't pick a Jordan, right? Um geez. This is a bit difficult. Oh, you know what? I like Nike Cortez. I do like that there shoe. You go. All right. There you go. Boom. All right. And for the Adidas, I will go with the um NMDs. I like those. NMDs are nice. I like those too. All right. Uh Matt, what you got? Either Matt. I, that's you know that's okay. where I'm, yeah, struggling. Wait, uh, I'm struggling with the two Matt. <laughs> you go first. I'm just gonna have to go with Nike Dunk. It's it's I mean, I'm I'm a skater, so it's what started my, I guess, like sneaker collection. What about Adidas non easy? Uh Adidas, maybe like an ultra boost. Ultra boost, all right. Uh, for myself, I'd go Nike Dunk. Obviously, I'm a huge Dunk fan. So, sorry, Matt, I didn't mean to copy you on that. Uh, but actually, I'll do I'll do Dunk SBs. Right, uh, I'm a huge SB head. Um, that's what got me collecting the sneakers. Uh, and then from a non-easy Adidas silhouette, uh, I'm gonna have to go with Sambas. I think Sambas uh, from the soccer culture of them just being easy to wear, low top. Uh, just love how easy they are to, to, yeah, to rock. One of my favorite silhouettes for sure. Nice. Nice. Well, so, for, so for me, I'm going to go with the, uh, the trainers, the air trainer three. Um, I like, I like those. I got a couple pairs. Um, and, and instead of copying Irv with the NMDs, cause I do like my NMDs, I'm going to go with the form 84s because they have been killing it this year with those. And I'm, I really like, I picked up the, uh, form 84 highs in the blue and, that is a great shoe. I, I love that. And I, I love what they're doing. The Bad Bunny collabs with the Forum 84s. They it's that's seems like seems like they're dunk this year, maybe. I don't know. I'd like to, I'd like to see them keep putting them out because uh, they, they're doing a good job with those. Anyway, all right. We got a couple more questions that I'm gonna put those off for uh, to a future episode because uh we gotta play some games and then we need to we need to find out about Matt and uh, what he's got going on because he's got he's got a lot of stuff to talk about. So uh, we're gonna kick it off with some Disney or Daddy. So, Matt, are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right, man. We're going to go uh, Dole Whip or Mickey Pretzel? Mickey Pretzel. <laughs> Hollywood Studios or MGM Studios? Ooh, uh, MGM Studios. You got to go with the classic. Travis Scott or Off-White? Uh, Travis Scott's. Grand Fiesta Tour or Living with the Land? Living with the Land, for sure. Dinosaur or Indiana Jones? Indiana, Indy, Indy. I would just call it Indy. Indiana Indy, Jones, right. for sure. Shanghai Pirates or Disneyland Pirates? Oh, Shanghai Pirates is the ultimate uh, Disney attraction. Um, Pirates for us, very classic, but uh, I'm going to have to go Shanghai. Absolutely. All right. I, I was afraid that might be the case. I didn't know if the nostalgia was going to pull it for you, but uh, uh, all right. Um, rock and Roller Coaster or Tron? Rock and Roller Coaster. Wow. Yeah, that, that's a hot take. I'll tell you right now. I don't want to um, wow. upset anybody that's going to go on to the new Tron ride. Really cool uh, seat seating, like an actual ride platform itself but it's a really short attraction. It's like way too short. You're, you're left with wanting more for sure. Okay. All right. Nice. Nice. Um, we got uh, Thunder Mountain or Space Mountain. I'm going to go Space Mountain. Space, Space Mountain, Mountain for sure. All right. yeah. Slides or Crocs? I am not a Slides nor a Crocs fan. So this is going to be super difficult. I'm going to go Slides because I don't think you'll ever catch me in a pair of Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> Midway Mania or Web Slingers? Web Slingers. 100%. Oswald or Steamboat Willie? Steamboat. Classic. Festival of the Lion King or Fantasmic? Fantasmic. Favorite all-time show. Uh, drinks at Lamplight Lounge or drinks at Baseline? Lamplight. Lamplight Lamp just has a great ambiance there. Uh, geodesic Sphere or the Tree of Life? That's a tough one. Tree of Life. 
tree of life nice uh vintage tea or a supreme tea vintage teas <laughs> now for me if you asked me that a few years ago i'd probably say supreme teas but um <laughs> vintage for me now how about uh star wars or marvel star wars i'm star a huge wars. star wars nerd oh uh, are you a uh, light side or dark side light side 100 wifey's dark side uh oh <laughs> opposites track um, the giant Mickey pumpkin on Main Street or the giant Christmas tree? Mickey pumpkin. And just because we got married at Halloween time at Disneyland. So oh. when we got to take our photos uh, during our wedding, we got to take photos in front of the pumpkin. So kind of a special thing to oh. us. Very nice. Very nice. A um, couple more here. We got uh, heroes or villains? Uh, heroes. Rope drop or fireworks? Fireworks. Factory laces or lace swap? Lace swap. Lace swap. Nice. Nice. Or not actually no so factory laces but relaced sorry oh, okay. I misunderstood that one yeah okay. I would I would never swap out the laces but factory laces you got to re redo your laces when you get them fresh because they do some weird under and then over type deal you got to redo those okay all right all right very nice all right well Matt uh, Matt's got some trivia for you so I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn it over to him let's go oh geez hopefully it's not nothing Walt Disney World because. I'm terrible at Walt Disney World College. Hopefully it's Disneyland. Honestly, I, I did choose Disneyland. And okay. honestly, like the way you've been talking about Disneyland and, and history, this might be a little bit too easy, but we're going to find out. you on the spot? We're, we're going to find out. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Are you ready? I'm ready. First question. In what city did Walt originally want to build Disneyland? Missouri. Or it's not, it's this town in Missouri is called, um, wow. Or what, what's it themed off of? Okay. No, so. Oh, dang. So it is in Anaheim, but he yeah. wanted to build it somewhere else in California. Oh, shoot. I don't know that. I was, I'm going to say, uh, randomly throw it out there. I always heard the rumor of Treasure Island. It's actually Burbank. Burbank. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. All right, next question. What is the name of the Matterhorn Abominable Snowman? It starts with an H. Uh, wow, see, you put me on the spot big time. <laughs> but I know it starts with an H because uh, it's not Harry, it's not Henry. It's uh, starts with an H. You got the I'm gonna have to phone a friend on that one. John? Harold. Harold. Dude, see, I knew it started with the name. <laughs> you guys are just putting me on Rebuttal. the spot. What is the fastest ride at Disneyland? Fastest attraction at Disneyland has to be. Oh man, you are really putting me on the spot today. <laughs> this is actually really good. It's not Thunder Mountain, it's not Space Mountain, it's not. Raiders, Springs, Raiders. Oh, it's got to be um, uh, Incredible Coaster. But are you talking about both parts? No, it is. Just yeah, so Disneyland okay. itself. Oh, so not, not so not DCA at all. Okay. Uh, Splash Mountain goes pretty quick. That's that's right. I'm gonna say Splash. Right. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't even thinking that. Yeah. yeah. It goes 40 Space miles. Space feels out. fast because it goes in the dark, but it's really not that fast. I heard. All right. So, congrats to to you and your wife. You just had a baby. How many babies have been born in Disneyland? Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to throw this out there. Three. Pretty close. Four. Four. Wow. Four. Imagine, imagine just pushing it out and haunted me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell you what rides when you looked up that. Did they tell you what rides or where in Disneyland? Like they started 
having the it baby. didn't say no I, I imagine they probably yeah. went off property or went into the medical i'm gonna have area. to google that i'm gonna need i'm gonna need more information <laughs> yeah that's crazy all right next question what was the cost of a disneyland ticket on opening day i'm gonna say 23 cents it's actually one dollar one dollars hey $1. see you went, you went really old school with all these questions, man. <laughs> I know a lot of Disney history, but you went very minuscule. All right, see if you know this one. What is buried inside Sleeping Beauty's capsule, uh, castle? Oh, okay. So you, okay. You, you, I, I heard the Freudian slip there. Uh, it's a time capsule. Yeah. Uh, they, they buried it in 1990. I want to say they did it on the 40th anniversary. So what is that, 98? 1995 July, oh, 95 oh yeah sorry 95 july something 1995 um they buried a time capsule with things from 1995 and uh yeah they're gonna redig it up in 2030 2030 i think or 2031 something like that ah uh, so all right so i did give away that answer but my next question was going to be when will the time capsule open so you're close um but it is the 80th anniversary on july 17 2035 2035 there you go yeah. close close all right um next question true or false disneyland is the most magical place on earth false happiest place that's right all right next one the little man of disneyland lives in which land Adventureland, yeah, it's a little, little place right underneath, tucked into a little tree. Yep, a little tree notch. All right, last question. Uh, finish the phrase. Here you leave today and enter the world of blank, blank, blank. You leave. Oh man, <laughs> you know that's funny is we have that plaque downstairs. <laughs> I, I should know this. <laughs> I should honestly know this. Like I'll be right back. Um, <laughs> Yeah, reread it to me. Here you leave today and enter the world of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. There you go. Yeah, it's the different lands. I just didn't know the order, so that, that's what that's what threw me off. Cool. Dang, I missed a lot. That was it. Th you, you thought I was going to get a lot of those right. Honestly, I thought you did. You got the time. Well, I said the answer, but the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you put me on the spot. I think I would have gotten the capsule that for sure. Because I, I, I asked my girlfriend uh, the same questions, and uh, I, I gave away the answer to castle and capsule. But uh, no, that was good, man. Those are some real tough questions. Um, and even if I wasn't put on the spot, those would have went over my head. I'll admit it. <laughs> All right. Well, now we're going to kick it off to Irv. Irv's got a few a few questions for you before I uh, before I get to mine. So, Irv, man, take it away with your three questions. Oh uh, yeah, only got three questions, and um, I feel like I know the answer to two of them, but we'll see. Um, so Disneyland is your favorite part. So, what is like um, when they bring back like Max Pass? What's your like your three rides that you guys Max Pass the most, or that you like to get on? Oh wow, that's a great question. Um, it would probably be uh. Indiana Jones, uh, love Indy. Um, the next one, and it's just for Disneyland, right? Not for DCA. Yeah, just Disneyland. Okay. Uh, I'd probably go for Space Mountain. Space Mountain's excellent. Um, and then for the last one, Max Pass wise, because you can't use that for Rise, uh, it would probably be probably be Haunted Mansion. They redid Haunted Mansion recently, and it's very beautiful now. In the graveyard scene, everything's more vibrant um they just 
they, they touched up really nicely during the, uh, during the, the pandemic. So those are probably three I'd use it on. I was going to say they did a nice job of the cube right before you get to the doom buggies where they added that screen and all the candles on the other side. Yeah. They, they did candles, a nice job cleaning it up. Another portrait. Um, and then just everything just seemed brighter and more vivid in the graveyard scene. So it was, it was really nice. Cool. Cool. Um, my next question, I know the answer to is your, your favorite stage show. You said it was fantastic, right? Correct. Yep. All right. And um, so my last question I like to ask everybody's um. Are you a last person to leave the park or you want to leave early? So uh, going back to the Fantasmic portion, my dream job growing up was to be Fantasmic Mickey at the very end, uh, <laughs> on the very top, doing the different finger points and then, you know, closing out the show. That was like my dream job. So Fantasmic all the way. Um, but am I a person that would leave early or stay at the end? Wifey and I used to stay to the very end. We loved yeah. like hanging out on an empty Main Street, listening to the music, seeing people people watching like what john does uh it's probably one of the best pastimes of disney just sit on the the main street bench and chill agreed agreed man that's how we do um and when we first started going our kids were little so they'll like be sleep in the stroller and we'll just be standing there you know just watching everybody walk we you know going back to Atlanta, had like a six hour drive like man i'm milking every second we just chill the whole time so yeah yep. i'm the same way dang you would drive all the way back to atlanta dang. um we had Listen, one trip now. Okay, so one day my wife wakes up and it's like the day before Mother's Day. So I'm like, "What you what do you want to do for Mother's Day?" She's like, "I don't know. I like to go to, to Disney." And I didn't pay it no mind, like you know, whatever. So the next morning, man, I wake up and like the car is packed, and I'm like, "Well, you know, I got to go to work tomorrow morning." She was like, "Well, we can go and come back." And we literally drove, went to Disney for Mother's Day, stayed there till like eight, drove back, and I went to work the next morning. Dang, <laughs> you're a beast for that. Props to you, for sure. I wouldn't have been able to do it. How many Red Bulls? Oh man, real talk. <laughs> I got like a case. Like every time I went and get gas, we had to get gas like twice. I got like a little four pack case, and I was like unhealthy, just knocking them back. Yep. <laughs> you got it just to stay awake. That's a gnarly drive. That's yeah. crazy, man. That is crazy. <laughs> It makes me feel like a wuss for thinking twice about my 90-minute drive home last night, you know? Oh, <laughs> uh, man, I wouldn't do it again. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't do it again. That was a lot. All right, Matt, man, we got some more questions for you. So as I, as I let in, you visited all six Disney castles. How does that manifest itself? Was that at like, hey, we're going to go do this? Or like you hit a bunch and go, you know, we only need a couple more. How, how, does, how does that happen? How, how did you guys attack that? It was just honestly like uh, a bucket list that my wife and I had, right? So um, one of our first dates and where I asked her to be my girlfriend was actually Disneyland, right? So that was naturally like our favorite place together. We took a trip to Walt Disney World next. Um, and when we started like figuring out that international flights were cheaper to go to than Hawaii, we started kind of planning some certain international trips out. And um after we got married, our next park after that was our honeymoon. We went to Paris, Disney. Um, and then from there, we went to Hong Kong. Uh, Disney was our next trip. And we thought Shanghai was close to it. So we did Hong Kong and Shanghai. They're actually pretty far away. You just don't realize how far away they, they look close on the map. It's a pretty long flight to each one. But uh, uh, Shanghai and, and Hong Kong, we hit Shanghai on the year it opened. Um, and then our last trip was 
from Hong Kong and then Tokyo. So uh, we just figured we'd hit every single park, call it a day with the bucket list. And uh, I'd have to say the most beautiful castle out of all of them, my favorite is Paris. Into this nice. mountainside and it just looks like that fantasy land type of uh, castle. And then there's a dragon underneath the castle that you can walk down and see and it like roars and has smoke coming out of its nose and mouth. It's pretty awesome. Nice. So you doubled up. So you went to Hong Kong twice. So you did Hong Kong, we Shanghai, to- and then you did Hong Kong, Tokyo. Yep. Yep. So we did it twice. And the reason being was flying to, to Hong Kong was actually a super cheap flight. You can get uh, round trips to Hong Kong for like 400, five, uh, four to 500 bucks round trip. And then from Hong Kong, it's like an inner, like inter international flight. They're only like maybe 60 to 80 bucks either to get to Shanghai or to get to, to Tokyo. Wow. Oh, yeah. So you can save a lot of money just flying into Hong Kong and then flying out of Hong Kong as a hub. Hmm, that's good to know. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm thinking about maybe doing that in a few years. Um, any other tips you'd recommend for anybody who's going to hit the, the Asian, the parks in Asia? I mean, it's because yeah. it is I, to be like I said, for me, it's a little daunting. Just a the culture it, it, the language barrier seems like it's much greater than um, any other any other things you learned doing that. No. You, so you're right. I, you know, for myself, my wife, you know, I'm half Chinese, half Japanese. I don't speak any other language. I only speak English. She's Filipino. She doesn't speak much Tagalog. Um, so the places where the parks are, and we don't speak the languages at all. So we wanted to make it as easy um, as possible for ourselves. So our first like kind of pro tip is stay on resort, right? Obviously staying on resort, it's easier to get to the parks. Um, but I would say Paris, really easy to get around. Surprisingly, a lot of the cast members are there from the US and they are there from the college program. So if you find somebody in Paris, they're really helpful on showing you around. Uh, Hong Kong is very westernized. Everyone speaks English in Hong Kong. So had no issues there. Tokyo, one of the nicest cast members ever. Uh, they'll, if they don't understand you, they'll find somebody that's going to help, uh, help you out. The most difficult park was Shanghai, for sure. Uh, Shanghai, because it is on the main uh, mainland of China, even though we stayed at the Disneyland Hotel, there was nobody at the hotel that spoke English. And so that was probably the toughest place to figure out how to get to uh, you know, certain areas of the park. And from even from the airport to uh, Shanghai, the guy didn't even know there's a, a Disneyland Shanghai that existed. So we had to try to figure out the address for it. Um, and so, yeah, it's just culturally Shanghai was probably the toughest to get around. All the other parks are a breeze though. So if you, if someone was going to ask you for a recommendation, they can only go to one international park. Which one would you recommend? I'd have to say Tokyo, Tokyo, you get Tokyo Disneyland and you get Tokyo Disney sea, which by the way, Tokyo Disney sea is such a beautiful park. I apologize about the, uh, sirens in the background, you know, fire trucks or something going by. Uh, if you guys could hear that, but, um, Tokyo, I would say has some of the coolest theming, some of the coolest, uh, I would say attractions, uh, some of the coolest merchandise too. Um, and it's very easy to get around Tokyo with their train system. Their train system drops you off right in front of the park. So, uh, I would say Tokyo hands down. Nice. And you stayed in the resort at all the places? So stayed at the resort at all the places except for Hong Kong and Tokyo. Um, Surprisingly, Hong Kong, uh, there's not many places to stay on the Hong Kong resort because it's on an island. So you stay in in Hong Kong and take the train system straight to there, drops you off right in the front. Same thing with Tokyo. Stay somewhere 
you know, nice in Tokyo and take the train system and it drops you off right in front of the parks. Oh, okay. Very nice. Yep. Very nice. Cool. All right. So uh, Matt had mentioned uh, you just had, just had your first child. Congratulations to that. And uh, I've, I've seen some, some pics in the, in the shoe collections already building uh, your, your wife has got some heat as well. So what is the strategy for, for cops, for, for three people? Like, how does it work? Are you first? I mean, who, how, how does the pecking order go when we're, when we're going for sneaker drops? You know, what's funny is um, when you become a parent and I'm sure you, if you're, you're all parents out there, uh, you put your kids first. So it's one of those things that um, I stopped kind of buying stuff for myself and started buying just sneakers for her. But it got to a point where we have, we have, she has so many sneakers now and I feel like she's going to outgrow them really quickly that I stopped buying sneakers in general. Like I'm like, oh man, I'm just going to save my money and save it for trips or whatever. Um, so right now pecking order goes straight to wife first if she wants one of the sneakers and then, or baby and then wife. And then I'm just kind of non-existent. I don't really buy too many sneakers myself nowadays anymore. Nice, nice. Yeah, no, that's how it works. Kids, the kids always get first. And yeah, I know in my house, I'm lucky. My son's a Yeezy guy, and I'm a Nike guy, so we it's never a problem. He he gets, you know, like I said, you saw he he gets his pick of what comes in Yeezy wise. So yeah. and, hopefully, and I'm, I'm excited because if she, if my wife gets a pair of sneakers, I know that hopefully one day my baby girl can wear her sneakers too, so they can kind of share sneakers, which is pretty cool. That's true. Um, yeah, so it's you know, it'll work in the long run. Very nice. Very nice. All right. So, uh, so vintage is a passionate passion of yours, right? And so t- tell me, we got, I know you got some big things happening with your shop. I want to give you the opportunity to talk about it. Cause, uh, sounds pretty exciting. Yeah, man. Um, so I used to be a big Supreme head, um, obviously streetwear, anything Supreme, anything, um, you know, back in the day wearing Huff black scale. Um, and then I started realizing that, you know, there's this whole vintage thing. Uh, when I met Sean, I became really good friends with the round two guys when they moved to LA. Um, I learned a lot of things about vintage from them. Uh, started collecting vintage in 2016 um, and really figuring out that, oh man, there's Disney vintage, right? Something I love and something that's vintage. I'm like, oh, cool. I'll start collecting Disney vintage. And throughout that process, learning that sustainable sustainability and, um, how much fast fashion is ruining kind of the earth, right? With all the, uh, you know, uh, materials that they use, all the, the rinse cycles they use and how much that can affect the earth. I'm like, oh, great. So I'm kind of helping out by not buying new clothes. I can buy vintage clothes, used clothes that's already out there. Not uh, kind of uh, adding to the, uh, the waste uh, that's out there, right? The landfill. So um, that's what got me into vintage. And uh, Next thing you know, I started collecting a whole bunch of Disney vintage and figuring out like how many cool pieces are out there. And uh, I was like, oh man, I always wanted to own my own retail store. So let me just collect a bunch of pieces and then open up my own retail store. So that's been the goal since pretty much that came to fruition back in 2018. Um, So now it's been a few years now. We've been kind of taking our time, growing the inventory. Um, I wanted to open it sooner. A few things in life, speed bumps kind of held us back from getting that store open. But this year, uh, we're officially moving back down to SoCal so we can get everything kind of kickstarted and ready and uh, trying to have a store literally walking distance from the park. I want a store where people can go either from their hotel room to the store, grab something, go to the park or on the way back from the park, stop at the store, go to their hotel room. Um, and just kind of give people that nostalgic Disney feel and uh, something that they don't have to feel like they're matching everybody else in the park, like those $70 spirit jerseys. 
you see thousands of people wearing the same exact shirt and those things are $70. Why not buy something unique that no one off that nobody else is going to be wearing in the park and it's sustainable, right? So that was my whole thought process. That's pretty amazing. So I've also noticed thing about your, your pages. It seems like, is there some camaraderie between the Disney vintage people? Cause I noticed that you have no problem sharing other people's photos and propping up the other vintage guys. Is it, is it a pretty close knit community? Of course, you know, I think in general is very supportive of each other, right? No matter if you're collecting vintage pins, um, collectibles, pop vinyls, whatever it is, I think everyone supports everyone because they all have one thing in, in common and it's Disney, right? So I, I don't mind reposting other people's vintage because it helps boost their page, which helps get more of the vintage Disney talk out there. It's like free marketing. If you repost somebody's picture, it, it's free marketing to their page, right? And it's just creating this bigger trend. And you'd be amazed on how many of the influencers of Disney are now getting into vintage Disney because they're, they're seeing it much more now. And they're one, they're, those are the ones that are, are spending thousands of dollars on Disney merchandise weekly. So why not get into vintage Disney and have all these cool things that Disney doesn't really make the quality and or the prints uh, the same anymore. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to really uh, show the community and show the, just the outside, you know, Disney lover that there is Disney vintage that you can buy. And like I said, it's kind of like free marketing in a sense. Nice. So with this, with it getting more popular, is is this is the supply drying up? Are you having a harder time sourcing things? Are you having to get more creative, looking for estate sales or what, whatever? Is it, yeah. is it is it much more challenging? So it is, and I think anything collectible like went uh, out the roof during the pandemic, right? So just whether it's Pokemon cards, whether it's sneakers, whether it's uh, vintage, anything that you collect or spend money on. Uh, went up during the pandemic and so naturally Disney Vintage caught on and it was kind of a, a perfect storm of things it was a perfect storm of showing off D Street perfect storm of me being on the round two episode buying Disney Vintage and then there was a shirt that uh, it was like a genie shirt that sold for six thousand dollars on a, a live auction and um, so that perfect storm of three things kind of kicked off the the vintage Disney market and uh, it's Used to be easy to find Disney tees anywhere from $5, $20, $30. And now you're seeing those same tees, $100, $200, $300, $400, $500, dollars for those same tees now. So it's a lot more difficult to find um, Disney tees, but you can still find those niche niches out there. Like you said, garage sales, estate sales, plenty of people hoard this stuff in their garage. So, yeah. I say the one thing that I really noticed, it seemed that, uh, you know, when the, the talk of Splash Mountain retheming came out, it seemed like all that stuff went through the roof. Oh, yeah, exactly. And yeah, because everyone wants to uh, have some something that reminded them of, of Splash Mountain before they, they redo it. So, yeah, everything Splash Mountain out the roof. Nice. So uh, you mentioned earlier you got married. Um, were, were you at the Disney resorts when you got married? Did you get married in the park? How did that how does that work out? Yeah. So, you know, it was one of those things that um, Disney is super friendly with working with your budget, surprisingly, right? Everyone thinks that Disney wedding is super expensive. If you go to their Disney wedding, fairy tale weddings um, site and you let them know your budget, they really work with you. Um, and the great thing about it is we had it at the Disneyland Hotel. Um, part of it, they have Mickey and Minnie come out. You can add on different packages, right? So if you want the horse-drawn carriage with 
uh, you know, the horses and stuff like that. You could pay a lot more for those type of things. But um, like I said, they work with your budget. They work with how many people are going to be in your wedding. The wedding planners are great. Plus you get to take pictures for they less than for like two, almost three hours into the park before it opened. So we got to go into the park before it opened, have an empty park and a golf cart. And they said, wherever you want to go, take pictures. So we had free reigns of taking pictures anywhere in the park. And unfortunately, uh, Galaxy's Edge wasn't built yet or else I totally would have gone there. Um, but we got empty Main Street. We got empty castle, like in front of the castle. We got empty uh, uh, New Orleans. Uh, it, it was it was an amazing photo shoot for sure. That's awesome, man. That's that's super cool. Do they, do they provide the photographer? Is that one of the things you pay for? Or do you have your own photographer? So back when we got married, uh, you were allowed to have your own photographer and videographer. Now you have to go through Disney uh, with their own photographers, which is yeah, that's, unfortunate. That's fair. That's what, what a great opportunity, man. I, 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 I can imagine your wedding album is pretty freaking spectacular then. Oh, it's amazing, man. We, we look at all those pictures all the time. Nice. All right. Uh, either of you guys got anything else uh, for Matt? Yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah. All right, man. Well, then let's wrap it up, man. I want to I wanna thank, thank you again for joining us, and I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, or leave us a review. Um, again, check out the YouTube. Matt's doing a great job with the with adding the special content for YouTube. Really enjoy it. Um, uh, Matt, how can they find you? How can they? Um, so you can follow uh, our page. It's called uh, at Kajis at Disney, uh, K-A-J-I at Disney. Um, and that's our together page. Uh, you can find my vintage page is D Street Vintage. Um, and or if you love sneakers, like all of us here, uh, Mice Kicks. I do kind of a uh, a feature of sneakers just like kicks of the castle obviously not as good but uh I, you know I, I, it's something we all had in common here and really uh love to to help each other out and kind of lift that uh sneaker and disney love for everybody um so those are the three places you can find me uh, my own personal page not as interesting don't post that too much on there but if you do want to go there it's called uh, kajiholic at kajiholic yeah, I'll put all the I'll put all the uh, inst- the addresses in the uh, show notes if anybody wants to catch, catch check it out. Uh, Irv, how can the people catch up with you? Um, same old story, man. Catch me on Instagram at Main Street Dad, and um, that's pretty much it. And Matt, how how can the people hit you up? Uh, you can find me at the Universal Hype Beast. Uh, just kidding, the <laughs> Disney Hype Beast. <laughs> or if you need some shoes, uh, at TDHB Shop. All right. And I'm John. You can find me at Weekends with Walt. Um, we are Kicks at the Castle, and you can find us on Instagram at Kicks at the Castle. Don't forget to tag us in your photos and use the hashtag Kicks at the Castle. And uh, I will uh, see you guys next week in person in Disney World. Then uh, we might we might drop a week on the, the recording, but uh, I think we've got one in the can, so you might we might not miss a beat. But anyway, have a good one. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks, y'all. Peace. Appreciate y'all. Thanks. Peace. We're